Welcome back to the Sustainability Podcast, where we talk about how we all have the ability to contribute to sustainable actions in our everyday lives. Today, I am so excited to start a conversation on sustainability in healthcare and what that looks like specifically in health empowerment and equity. In the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, goal number three is good health and well-being to ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all ages. Health and well-being is a crucial part of our everyday lives, which is why I am so excited to have this conversation today with my friend, Riley Slate. Riley and I connected through the Miss America organization a couple of years ago, and I've had a great honor of watching her truly make a change while serving her community. She is a hospitalist PA and is incredibly dedicated to health empowerment and equity in her personal and career goals. I have truly looked up to her as a role model, so I am thrilled to have her on the podcast today. All right, so please welcome our guest, Riley Slate. Riley, it is so great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself? For sure, yeah. So um, I'm 26 years old. Uh, I work currently as a hospitalist physician assistant. Um, I've been doing that for about two years now. Um, I graduated from DeSales University uh, with my bachelor's degree in uh, medical studies back in 2018. And then I graduated with my master's degree also from DeSales University um, in physician assistant studies, and that was in 2020. Um, so a fun year 2020 was for me. But uh, yeah, that's kind of, that's who I am in a nutshell. Um, I've been competing in the Miss America organization since, uh, what was it? I was 21 when I started, so a, a few years now. I'm now officially retired because uh, I'm getting married this coming August, so very excited about that. Yes, yeah. congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so that's that's me, yep. Awesome. So I'd love to hear about how you first got involved like with healthcare. Um, like, was this a lifelong dream? Like, what's your story? Yeah, I feel like most people that go into healthcare kind of, you know, have the same innate uh, desire to try to help people or want to help people. Um, and I'm sure for the most part, most of these people also can attest to the fact that it's been something that they've always thought they were going to do. Um, for me, I've known since as, I mean, as far back as I can remember, I always knew that I wanted to be in healthcare. Um, I, after going through some of my own health struggles as a child, um, and seeing, uh, different specialists as a kid and, you know, recognizing um, the different roles in the healthcare system. That's kind of how I figured out my path to becoming a physician assistant. Um, for a while there, I did uh, thought, I thought for a little bit that I wanted to be a physician. Um, and then kind of after reassessing my goals, uh, just, you know, in life in general, I realized that being a physician assistant would give me all of the things that I wanted out of, um, out of working, but also, you know, give me the ability to have uh, what we call lateral mobility. So move specialties if I want to. Um, and not only that, but have a lot less student loans, which for me was a really big thing. Yeah, no, that's awesome to hear. I love hearing um, like your career path because I, it kind of resonates with me because I want to help people, but I'm not in health. I know I could never be in healthcare. So <laughs> I chose architecture, which is a little, it's a, it's kind of like a little, it's a little abstract of helping people, but I to like want to make an impact and be able to help people in their daily lives through design. So, um, but your story really resonates with me. Um, I think that anybody can do, you know, anyone can help people in whatever career they 
uh, they're in as long as they want to. I think that you just kind of have to make that path for yourself. So healthcare was my outlet for that. But I mean, people with all different career paths certainly can do that themselves. Absolutely. So speaking of your career, tell us about like your day-to-day as a hospitalist physician's assistant and how you're working more towards a sustainable future. Yeah. So um, as a hospitalist, I only work obviously in the hospital. I don't do any outpatient um, care for patients. So essentially anytime you hear that somebody got admitted to the hospital and is staying overnight for whatever reason it may be, whether it be a heart attack or uh, pneumonia or COVID, I mean, you name it, I take care of it. Um, anytime that they are staying overnight in the hospital, um, myself and my team are the ones caring for them. Um, most of the time as a physician assistant, uh, especially at the health network that I work in, we have a lot of, um, you know, capability. And so I do everything that physicians do um, in my role. Most of the time when patients come into the hospital, if they see me and I'm the provider caring for them, they're only going to see me. They really won't see a physician throughout their stay. Now, you know, of course, I recognize the fact that um, physicians have additional training that I don't. And so I know my limitations. And if I do need extra help, my attendings are always more than happy to help and step in if needed. Um, but I mean, I prescribe medications, I diagnose people, I interpret lab tests. So my day to day, I go in, I see all my patients, I write all the notes, I communicate with consultants. Um, I talk with family members, I discuss goals of care, palliative care, hospice care. I mean, a lot of heavy conversations, but very, very rewarding. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then as far as, you know, a sustainable future, I think that um, a lot of what I do in my career, I don't know if it necessarily um, translates the best to that. I think that I help people very transiently. Um, Now, while that's rewarding, I really want something that, like you said, is more sustainable. And so through that, um, I've kind of grown my passion for volunteering with our unsheltered, um, underinsured and uninsured populations where I live. And so for me, that's been the most rewarding and sustainable um, thing that I can do to help others. Sure. And that kind of leads me into the conversation about um, kind of your work that I've at least um, grown to love in the Miss America organization with health empowerment and equity, Um, because I see you doing all of this just amazing work and it really inspires me. So can you talk a little bit more about like your work over the past few years um, and kind of the future outlook or kind of how you got inspired to do that? Yeah, for sure. So I um, actually initially when I got started in the Miss America organization was kind of just trying to find not only myself in the organization, but just myself in general. Um, And so I was trying to figure out where my passions truly lied. And at that time, um, my platform um, was women in STEM, which is something that I still hold near and dear to my heart. Um, But over time, after talking with people and doing a lot more outreach, I discovered that my love really stems from providing people with proper education so that they can make informed medical decisions on their own. Um, This really also kind of uh, was emphasized so much during the COVID pandemic. Um, During that time, obviously health was at the forefront of everyone's minds. um, And I had a lot of time to think about that. And so with the knowledge that I had, through my education and my work experience, I figured what a better time to put this information out there when people are so 
likely to listen to people that have any experience in the healthcare field. Um, so that's kind of how it all started. As far as health equity goes, I work in a very um, low income area in Pennsylvania, in the Allentown area. Um, a lot of the individuals that I care for, like I said, are either uninsured or underinsured. And so my passion for health equity stemmed from my patients and hearing their stories. Um, and so um, I think that healthcare is a right. That's something that I am very firm in believing. And so um, through both health empowerment and and equity, I've been able to kind of uh, emphasize that opinion of mine. Yeah, and that's all really great to hear and inspiring, sure, because I know like, just like you, I guess my first two years competing in Miss America organization, I was also kind of like, it kind of makes you step back and evaluate your passions, your goals and your future. So my social impact was related to hunger and I still am very passionate about that. And that's actually like one of the branches of my social impact initiative now of um, sustainability. But I realized like the underlying cause of why I cared so much about that was because I wanted to promote a more sustainable future. So I hear a lot of like my story kind of like just like yours. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm so glad that like you've been able to have this incredible like experience, but also doing so much good in the world because it has to be so rewarding for you but also like seeing the impact and hearing about the impact is truly amazing for sure it, it really is and like you said it, it does you know it's so funny when people talk to me about competing in the Miss America organization when outsiders looking in discuss that with me and you know they love to say and I know that you can attest to this they love to say oh I would never expect it from you and what a like loaded statement that is like what does that mean right? yes <laughs> so I, I love to break that down with people and ask them like well what do you mean by that and so often they have these preconceived notions about quote, what a pageant girl is, whether it's from, you know, movies or TV shows or whatever the case may be. And then after explaining to them, you know, truly what the Miss America organization stands for um, and all of the good and wonderful things that I have gained from being in it, um, they recognize that, of course, I'm involved in this organization. It, it yeah. just makes sense, you know. Exactly. It really aligns like with our goals. And it's same thing. People always have that preconceived notion of what this is, this organization is. And, you know, in even job interviews today, like they'll ask me, like, what have you gained from this experience? And I'm like, I have gained so much in just in just deeper thought about like what my goals are and what my aspirations are, because this organization has allowed me to kind of have clarity on what I really care about and what I want to do for the you know, rest of my life, really. So, um, yeah, I think it's a really positive experience in that way. And I think a lot of people that don't compete or don't have that, like, insider knowledge don't really see that. Um, so I'm so glad we have that shared experience. But um, so lastly, how do you think others can get involved in this movement of health empowerment and equity? Um, this is kind of like either personal goals or future goals of this. Um, how do you think people at home listening can get involved? Yeah, I think that health empowerment especially is something that each and every single one of us can take into account. Um, we are all patients, right? You're a patient, I'm a patient. Um, we are all patients and we all have at the end of the day, our health. And so health empowerment, like I said, is the idea that you know we are in control of our health. And regardless of the fact, when you go see medical providers in the office or wherever you may see them, um, 
they should be presenting you with multiple options and explaining each of the you know benefits and risks of each of the options and then you should be using that information that they have given you to make your own medical decision and so i think each and every single one of us can take that into account and you know it there's kind of been this uh this push especially like i said during the pandemic to quote do your own research and while yes i agree that you should absolutely be informed and in making informed decisions i think the biggest thing is making sure that that quote research that you're doing online is from reputable sources um the individuals oftentimes that are truly writing this research have been researching this stuff for years and years and years and i cannot even emphasize that enough and so i'm not going to sit here and pretend that i have all of the answers when it comes to health information um but i i think that we really need to you know you need to vet your sources and make sure that these are from reputable sources so um i think more than anything like i said do your own research but take things with a grain of salt not everything you see on facebook is true um and so you know if you're ever unsure of whether or not a piece of information is accurate next time you go to your doctor's office you can ask um people people like that like i like when people come to me with information and they're asking me about whether or not you know these are truthful things or whatever the case may be i like that and so i think that a lot of other medical providers would say the same awesome well thank you so much for your advice and thank you so much for sharing all of the wonderful work you're doing to contribute to this more sustainable future in the healthcare environment while the first words that you may think of when i say sustainability is nature and climate action those are only some aspects to building a more sustainable future. Good health and well-being and reduced inequalities are both official United Nations Sustainable Development Goals covered in today's episode, as working together to ensure quality, equitable health is one way to build a better tomorrow today. While empowering those to take charge of their own health is one aspect in this conversation, we also need to focus our efforts on ensuring that everyone has equitable and available resources to do so. Thank you listeners for tuning in and make sure to tune in next time for our next conversation in the interview series. Remember that you have the ability to contribute to sustainable actions and to build a better tomorrow today. Mm -hmm.